Hi, and welcome to Dewing Grain Podcast. Dewing Grain are independent and local grain traders. From seed supply to harvest movements and storage contracts, they can supply you with the best strategies to achieve the highest prices for your harvest. Each week on our podcast, we begin with the Dewing Grain Market Report, giving you up-to-date information and analysis, followed by Farm Chat, where we catch up on agricultural issues with a guest or two while sampling a beer. Andrew's favourite bit. So let's start with Andrew Dewing and this week's Market Report. Welcome to the Market Report. What follows are my thoughts or gut instincts on what the market is going to do. It is not an instruction to trade. Any decision to trade is yours. Market report for week commencing 5th of October 2020. This has been a bad week for weather. It has rained almost every day. Um, it's As one farmer put it, it's not the same as 2019. It's worse. There's actually been more rain and there's more rain forecast uh, as we go into the next four or five days. So we're not feeling very cheerful about that. Uh, it has implications on what's going to be planted, as we as we all know. We'll come on to the new crop in a little while, but that's been the sort of glum aspect to the week. We've we've given you teasers on a couple of occasions for our project due. That's a big excitement for doing grain this week. Well, our um our project due is an app that we have launched. What we're recognising is the way the world is changing. We're recognising that you know as farmers get less time, as there's less farmers out there, as the generation moves on, the way people are going to trade, we believe it's going to change we also believe that over a period of time there's going to be a lot less people in this industry uh, and i'm afraid you know you have to recognize as time goes on when i when i first started trading there was people phoning farmers at seven eight nine at night from the from the office because nobody had a mobile phone and you could only catch them coming in to catch their tea when they were combining so uh, lunch times and evenings you'd catch the farmer the rest of the time they're out there working so things have moved on for me and now they're moving on again so our app uh, we're going to tell you all about in the conversation with uh, Josh and Henry, who brought it uh, to the party for us. And it's a way of our guys trading with us, keeping in touch with the markets and uh, just keeping in the 21st century and trying to keep one step ahead, really. So uh, you can hear about that shortly. So on to the market. Well, an exciting week. The most exciting thing that happened in the week was the uh, USDA, which is usually a boring old um, set of announcements that come out, which are politically edged anyway in my view um decided that the stocks of corn especially and beans were a lot lower than anticipated and the market wasn't expecting a shortage in stock and so consequently you know whether it came from more usage or whatever the point is no one expected it to be as they stated and the market jumped or reacted quite violently so the states were up 30 cents per bushel and the French were up five euros. And what it did to the UK was um, it didn't really affect the front month, the spot month, which is the November contract, which I've been running on about, about the technical squeeze. That was kind of happily too much money as it was. But the rest of the market kind of played catch up. So the May and the new crop prices all got a bit of a push upwards. And that helps the spot month in the sense that if someone's kind of in trouble with it and they want to get out of their short position they can possibly buy in their short and then sell something a bit further forward at a more reasonable price so i think it was a big bolster to prices underlyingly and a great moment for farmers so we're going to move on to prices if you were bid for feed wheat right now i would bid you for october in norfolk 177x farm if i bid you for november i'd bid you 177x farm and if I bid you for next May, the way the market is 
this evening, I would put it at 177x farm. In other words, there is absolutely no carry whatsoever in the grain market in Norfolk for grain at this point, for wheat in between October and May. So why would you keep it in your shed and blow it and keep an eye on it and have the risk of bugs? Uh, probably because your workload's a bit heavy in October, but you can't really justify November on that one. Um, the only reason some people will be pushing it through to May is for tax purposes, which is fine. But it's, um, you know, from a commercial perspective, there is no logical reason for not just getting rid of it right now. If you looked at it purely on a let's make a decision today basis the problem is that if you sell it all today and then something extremely exciting happens somewhere down the line and the market goes up higher you wouldn't have known that today would you so that's possibly why some people also keep hold of wheat for a later date just in case the 200 pounds a ton occurs anyway x farm values have stayed the same stroke slightly gone lower in my view as consumers have been moving into the market they have taken some cover and the delivered market against the futures has slipped a little bit so the x farm values haven't actually moved the technical aspect of the nov contract which i'm not going to run about this week is still happening it's at contract highs at the moment futures have moved up and they're quite happily trading around about 182 183 at time of recording uh uk replacement of wheat if we suddenly found that we'd definitely run out of wheat buying it in from abroad is still going to cost you more than actually just buying x farm wheat or futures wheat from a store so there isn't much downside in the context of if we haven't got enough wheat and we've got to replace it however everybody's got to remember that we don't know whether we're going to run out of wheat until we get to may june next year year for sure because farmers are quite good at hiding what they've actually got left to sell let's be really blunt if it's only a 9.5 million ton crop with the imports with the carryover of 2 million tons from last year there's several million tons to trade several million tons to trade which is more than enough to see november december january february march april fed without having to worry so because there's a lack of kind of discipline to the way the uk trades there is a point at which the timings of when people move all at once pushes the market very dramatically in one direction or the next and i still maintain that the old crop wheat market the 2020 harvest wheat market will have a day of reckoning and a drop in price i just don't know what day that's going to be unfortunately because i could uh, make my fortune on that day and not work for the rest of the year um so to put it in a nutshell we are in greed and fear which is the two drivers of the market and the aspect we are in at the moment is the greed aspect that applies to me that applies to you and everybody else that trades this market fear occurs when the price moves from 183 on the knob futures to 173 and there doesn't seem to be a buyer in sight and you think oh I still think that's a good price, but it was 183 last week. I'm, oh, no, I'm going to hang on. But you're in a different mode, a different mental state, and consequently your judgment is based upon other things. So just remember, this is the honeymoon bit. We will not run out until June. Milling wheat, um, premiums, in my opinion, have slipped a bit. There's not that much trade going on, in my view. Imports are happening at a pace. There's no doubt about the millers are ramming it into the country to make sure they've got enough, which is a threat, don't forget. So the lack of actual trade is kind of, if you see the Nov Futures trading at 183 and Soft Wheat was trading at a £20 premium into the Midlands, that pushes the miller into having to pay over £200 a tonne. Not very keen on doing that for Soft Wheat, I would suggest. Um, so the, the premiums are a little bit harder to find and you have to push people a bit to get them but it is benefiting from the base of the market being as high as it is so moving on to uh, malting barley 
and feed barley. Malting barley, it's hot for some specs. If you've got low nitrogen, very good quality, nice early rain, good dry barley, certain varieties are picking up some really good prices. Uh, For all other varieties that are within a spit of being a malting product uh, or a syrup product, prices are pretty warm for them too. And the reason everything's got a kind of a little glow to it is the feed barley price. I mentioned this last week. There's been some trades done for feed barley. It's brought a lot of barley onto the market. The guys who sold the boats have bought an awfully large amount of grain towards their boats, but the market has been pretty firm. So the delivered values into Tilbury uh, have been 145 and arguably in the local area, it's not been far off that or at that same price as well. So that's a delivered price. So you, you kind of mid one 30s depending on your location uh, relative to the bigger ports that's pretty hefty uh, as we said last week and as i say that underwrites all of the other specs that people have got on farms of malting variety so it's been a great week for barley all seed rate was improved a fiver uh, or three or four quid from where we were last week um, it's 345 for november movement not as high as the peak that we mentioned we're still of the opinion that it will go back up there again so nobody seems in a hurry on that one and certainly nobody seems under pressure on that one so our view run with it and yeah i think at 350 when we get there again if you didn't do it last time get some done that's my view so let's move on to the the thing we started with the bad weather uh well the uk weather is playing up obviously i'm parochial norfolk had a particularly bad weekend some parts of the country had a lovely sunny weekend and they aren't as wet as they were last year and maybe they're going to be getting on a bit better so it isn't such an issue but east anglia is the breadbasket. there is a large um, slice of the grain produced in this part of the world and we've all been stopped now with that in mind it doesn't take much to get people to to remember last year and how bad it all went so it's, it's clammed up any thoughts of anyone selling new crop and the market's moved up two or three pounds partly on the back of the weather partly on the back of the strength of new crop following the usda stocks report the biggest probably influence underlyingly is the dryness in russia it has been exceptionally dry and for the next two weeks it remains very dry so their winter wheat crop is now under uh, threat which is a very bullish aspect to the market obviously this has happened before it does rain the crop recovers it has a mild winter and nobody notices but it is underlyingly an important point that needs to be watched and that is also making people a little bit nervous uh, ukraine's been wet which has been great for what they have got in the ground but it's delaying their corn harvest which is having a little local implication on supply of corn in the short term which is also mildly bullish to the 2020 crop by the way uh, but also la nina fears are still there very much building that has implications for several areas but especially the states in the spring and very dry weather all of those little weather caps with our own observations about how the climate seems to be changing let's be honest if anyone's watched the david attenborough program you're going to feel very very uh, nervous about climate going ahead and you can observe by the volume of water that comes down in such a short space of time that it is changing there is no two ways about it now a maritime climate should see a balance of both wet and dry but we've had two years on the trot where it's extremely wet extremely dry 
extremely wet all the way through the winter uh, and let's just hope that doesn't happen this winter because it's pretty miserable going around in that and it's also pretty miserable with the crops not getting in the ground and the long faces of the farmers poking around looking at it so from a price perspective that is obviously slightly friendly to things so let's keep a close eye on that one and see how much it pushes it up and if we see a break in the weather then let's sell the backside of it um, so we do feel slightly bullish but don't forget Brexit. Two weeks from now, we will see whether we have a deal or whether we don't and what that means. And it's not worth talking any more about that until we get closer to it. So with that, have a great week's trading and I hope the weatherman comes up with a nice sunny day for us. Thank you for listening. Please remember that any decision to trade on this opinion is yours. The Dewing Grain app will keep you updated with real-time industry news, data analysis and insights into the market, giving you all the information you need to make informed trading decisions. A commodity selling feature enables you to source prices and receive direct offer notifications, informing you on what Dewing Grain are looking to buy and at what price. Search Dewing Grain app on the App Store or Google Play to download and with all of these features in your pocket, you'll have more time to sit back and listen to our podcast. To set up a trading account with us, call 01263 731 or email info at And now it's time for Farm Chat. This morning we have great excitement. This is the day that we launch Project Do. So I've got with me this morning Joshua and Henry, who are the, who are the main inventors of this uh, this new great idea. So good morning, guys. Morning. Morning. So um, who wants to talk about this first? Yeah, I'll, I'll go for it. Yeah. Go on then, Josh. Okay. So uh, yeah, probably uh, it was around about a year ago. Uh, Henry came to me with the idea, obviously working in tech, and um, thought that chewing grain could do with an app. So it was last October that uh, he said he'd actually met a couple of uh, developers in a pub fair enough you know great place to meet people and uh sort of came up with an idea that it would work for doing grain and then we kind of got thinking together how we'd actually work it what would include onto the app what we wouldn't um what are the basic core goals of our business uh, and how we could really express that through an application or a phone application so henry just talk us through the pub moment then you're sitting there and you're what are we trying to do with them in a pub well <coughs> the get, first and foremost having, buy a beer. having a couple of pints yeah um and just generally waffling on and then kind of pitched the idea to them and they were then fully behind it and, and threw back in a, a load of ideas as well which was which was super helpful but um yeah that that was in october last year and it's been over a year in the making of uh, a lot of work countless meetings between dewing grain um the developers and it's been so exciting and it's i'm so so keen now it's now it's finally here i noticed that i was kept out a lot of these meetings by my own you know falling asleep in them and not understanding what they're talking about i mean it, it was that probably a good thing <laughs> no not not necessarily um but yeah. i think it may be in my and henry's defense we know probably a bit more about apps than really than, than what you might do um obviously you know more about the grain trade than what we do so this is on this um, is so good it's been recorded you've been so nice aren't you? <laughs> the reality of this is that they started talking to me about it which i get the concept and i accept the uh, the principle of the, the world has changed and is changing hence the podcast and all of our 
our other modern ideas but uh, the reality is to develop it without any kind of obstacle you you don't need the old codge in the way so I'm, I'm delighted you did it uh, yeah definitely it was um it certainly wasn't yeah obviously intentional as you know but <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> that's a cry Put him um, <laughs> it was uh something that i could bring my background to uh working in tech world for the last few years in london and something that that Josh would be a perfect person to run with in doing grain, bring his knowledge, and obviously being coming from this sort of generation, having the input there, he'd know far more to add in than me, perhaps. Yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I'm stuck as as many of you may or may not be also with the way it's been done. Our, our industry trades on a verbal contract, which is a rare thing in this day and age, and so it, it needs to be face to face, or it needs to be over the phone, and it still sticks. And luckily, the whole industry still holds by that measure of. Uh, integrity if they do a deal the deal is done and everybody the two parties involved the two individuals involved know it's done and it sticks and uh, this communication change is is the thing that my generation is not particularly used to but yours is i think that is a a key point to say is that this isn't going to change that the fundamentally the way that the grain trade works and the the way that doing grain works isn't going to be changed by an app but it, it also we can see and henry came up with the concept that people are obviously communicating differently now there's i mean years ago people used to literally just talk just over phones then it turned to some emails and phone calls now now it's kind of a, predominantly through whatsapp i think um our futures brokers are, are through whatsapp and i trade with them pretty much exclusively through that now um uh, with one, the odd one phone of, call one of our futures brokers. one of our futures brokers yeah, the ones that deal with me actually Deal in the phone, yeah, and, and in which case, I actually love a phone call because you can get more detail in five minutes over a phone call than you can through any amount of WhatsApp trading. But but anyway, we can see the the change in communication, and this is a perfect way to get our message across to someone who might not want a phone call every five minutes, but just wants to know exactly what the market's doing in their pocket. Yeah, I mean, so while we're on this subject, before we go into the details, of what the app actually does and doesn't do, I think there's a recognition also that if um, the modern generation are less inclined to hold conversations, and I think they are. Uh, some of them seem more inclined to do the whole of their life online you know they're just quite yeah. happy to live in the zone <clears throat> um that means the recognition of that's the way it's going to be that the number of trades occurring online are going to increase and there are other firms with this product out there but i think now it's really coming into the a generation that are beginning to take over as, as old codgers retire definitely i think you just have to look around i mean average time spent on a mobile phone in a day is two, two hours 42 below 25 it's three hours 47 it's everything is going that way it's it's a case of whether you embrace it or you adapt or die in, in my opinion i think it's a case of yeah, that's two hours 42 a day two hours 42 average time spent on the phone looking at your mobile phone oh I'm, i went up 38 percent last week and i was on 38 minutes that's pretty good zero minutes the week before <laughs> 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 it was a case of the uh, you can get a date on an app you can order a pint at a weatherspoons order a taxi order food but um the fact is that you can get all this all of this the ability to do all this stuff, even your banking, on your, in your pocket, on, at your fingertips. And there is loads of other trading sites out there that are apps out there, but there isn't really one for grain trading. So that's where the... the there is, uh, there, there is, is other apps, but some of them are a little bit old. Sorry who, who owns them. But you know, ours is obviously spanky new and hopefully a little bit more user-friendly, isn't it? So that's, that's, that's the key, isn't it? It's what these guys will use nowadays. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of these... Well, lots of people have... 
Twitter, for example, Facebook or Instagram on their phones. Mm. And we tried to kind of model it off off something similar to that so you can get onto it. If you use any of those apps, which almost certainly do, you'll be able to use this app. So it's easy to use, very easily understood and has five basic principles at the bottom. You can just click through to find the information that you need. And so what, what exactly will they get you know what what so the, the a customer of doing grain logs in and he's got a special code that he uses to get into our system anyway to it's there's going to be the same code to get in on that isn't it it is the same so i mean anyone can download it without having an account so they can see the basics on there of our market reports so any market news any relevant news mm-hmm. they can also see probably the most interesting bit is the what the market's doing it's a 15 minute delay uh, but you can get all of the prices what the french doing the uk market's doing uh, the americans doing and foreign exchange is doing all the real fundamentals that you need to be able to trade any crop um, if you're logged into the app through our account system. So well, hang on, you forgot. I think you're wrong about the most interesting. The most interesting oh, bit is obviously my podcast. The podcast, of course. Yeah, you'll yeah. be able to listen to this through the app. Um, <laughs> so one, yeah, and find out everything you need. One hundred and five episodes. Uh, yeah. If you have an account. You can request quotes, so you can select which month you want to sell your grain out, how many tons, if you'd like to have X farm or delivered values. Um, yeah, what about if we, we got a special, you know, say I want to buy 232 tons to Kenninghall delivered and I need it this month and, and my book's been changed around a bit. Can I send something out that goes... Here it yeah, is. So, so we can also send specials out there. If we're buying, um, like Andrew said, eight loads into Kenninghall at a certain price, we can actually send it out to select users on the app. If they've got their notifications turned on, uh, they will get a notification on their phone that says Chewing Grains looking to buy eight loads into Kenning Hall at, at £250 yeah. a tonne. Yeah, and the first person to press the button, it is literally the first person to press the yeah. button, gets the acceptance. So if you get two people pressing the button, there is a hundredth of a second difference. One person's going to win it, one person's going to lose it. The deal is confirmed at the point that we actually say, yep, well, the first one comes in and gets booked, and we send a contract to them, don't we? That's when the actual agreement is done at that point, but it's yeah. done at that time. <clears throat> yeah, exactly that. So the critical issue is for us, we need to make sure we've got someone on that machine all the time that we've got specials out there, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um- yeah, of course, you need you need people this end that are, that are going to be constantly monitoring it. And when you all come up with something that you want to send out to whoever you want to send it to, they can push that out. And then the first people that respond then get that offer that's best for, for what's out in the market. Yeah, so first people that respond, the person that doesn't, um, it is quickest on the draw, I guess. But pr- predominantly, it won't be us wanting something quite as specific as that, which every now and again, when we want to tidy our book up, there will be some real good deals out there. And equally, you know, some some of our malting barley deals, we have, you know, we'll, we'll perhaps do a 2,000 tonne agreement with one of our molsters for new crop, and there'll be a, a, a limited number of tonnes. Now, what you do is you go on and you put the number of tonnes that you want to do on it, and up to the first 2,000 tonnes, it gets booked, doesn't it? And so it replaces us phoning everybody up mm-hmm. and gives it to everybody at the same time. So yeah. there's no one can say, oh, you never phoned me about it, because everybody gets it. I was just going to um, yeah, add that. Yes, also just on, on that, when you do send that um, that out, say you're looking for 100 tonnes, say, in, to specific people, say the first person that sees it wants to sell only 20, it's actually um, smart updates. So the next person will see that there's only 80 available, and then they can sell that 80 if they want to whether that, that makes yeah no that's, um, that's, that's makes relevant, up that's very so. relevant I think also on that point, we're also aware that there are not everyone in the world's going to want to use the app. So we are going to still be calling people up and saying, look, we've got a special on this multi barley for next harvest. So we will still be doing it. But the app is going to also be another tool that we can use for people that, that maybe don't like the phone calls as much. Yeah, you just send that for old people, aren't you? 
Not necessarily, but uh, there are some people that are nice to I'll speak st- to. I'll still be here. I think it's an important point. I think that um, I'm recognising that sometimes you're sitting on a tractor, the tractor is steering itself nowadays, you're, just, you're useful at the end. I was talking to someone yesterday, Andrew Squirrel, he's one of our listeners from Suffolk, he trades with us, and he was sitting on his tractor trying to put the rest of his craft seed in, and just when the rain started and he sat there on the tractor and I was talking to him and I said, I don't want to break your concentration. He says, OK, I'm not steering, he said. He said, I've got to turn around at the end, he also said, ah, oh, it's just started raining and it's going to have to stop us. We're going to have to stop drilling. And it was quite a relief, really. I said, well, that's, that's good. At least that you've got a use nowadays. <laughs> it's like, at least you're making a decision the computer isn't. So you can't say, no, we can't keep drilling, whereas the tractor would continue, continue going, wouldn't it? But um, it's about being able to do that transaction in a time when you have got time to kill, time to think, time to right, I know what I need to do, I'm going to put this to bed now. And and by checking, being able to check with the contracts you've got through the system while sitting in the cab, you can do that and actually do your do, do everything, really. Where was that, uh, the farmer that, was, that you were on the phone to at the time in Norfolk? He, he was in Suffolk, he was in was uh, Hitcham, yeah. In Hitcham. Yep. Do you get much 4G out there or anything like that? Just my, my point being is that not so much on the trading side but also on the podcast side, is uh, he can actually download them, and if he didn't have internet access, then he could listen to it offline as well, which is quite helpful. Yeah, obviously, listening to podcasts anytime is very helpful with me. <laughs> Enlightening everyone for five days on the drop before they actually come out of the coma. It's that recognition that the trade is going to move more towards this. I think people will be utilising their time. We're giving, I believe, farmers more time at other times in their day. Definitely. And I think going back to another point, we have an online portal which farmers can log into and see their remittance advisors, can see when their grain is moving if they want to. But now they can, without having to sit behind a computer, they can just get it in their pocket. They've got their contracts, everything they've sold forward, their tonnage is what they're brought into store, um, when they're getting paid for God knows what, when their stuff's moving. So actually there's quite a lot of information that's, that's readily available. Yeah, okay, so so in the end, the project to do, the launch, the adverts, the excitement, the drum roll, it, it's been, for us, it, it's another, you know, keeping ahead of the game, keeping in the game. Um, I think we're making the right decision. It's not, not been the cheapest experience in life because you have to do it properly. You have to spend the right money on the right people and the right programmers and all the stuff that I don't get. But it feels like it's the right thing to do at this point in time. And I'm, I'm, Well, only time will tell. What we really need is everybody to put the app on their screen existing customers to put their login details so they can get direct access to their contracts but we need new customers we need more people trading we're doing great so how do we get to those guys well just on the, in terms of the timing wise it's um it's just because the the point we were touching on earlier that about the you know adapt or die kind of thing with digitalization because everything's going that way like someone's going to do this at some point in this space um so why not let it be doing grain like why not let doing grain be the first people to take this forward properly you know and make something what it can be i think yeah i well i'm conscious as i say other people have an app i'm conscious that this is a bespoke right at this moment Mm. up to date so it's the most modern one there is um i think it's important to have that in it's very easy being a little you know parochial country merchant to kind of sit back and not have some of these shiny toys but the reality of the whole of the customer base is the 50 odd year old is going to retire the 30 odd year old is going to take over the farm and the dynamic is completely different you know it's Mm. and therefore this is a vital tool 
to have. The fact ours is the newest and, and we're making a, a, a big noise about it. Obviously, we're making a big noise about it. It's big news to us. But it means that we've got the most modern piece of equipment to do what is naturally going to be lots of people's way of trading. Yeah, exactly. And as long as we've got the personnel back up, because I, I personally believe we're going to see this year is going to be a very big year for a change in agriculture. There's much smaller crop. The, the margins that the industry is working on is ridiculous. I mean, some of the recent prices don't make a profit. It's just nuts. So you can't work for no profit. And I think that the inevitable uh, casualty of this will be the number of farm traders that exist. I think there won't be so many people available to phone farmers to tell them what prices are because people are quite expensive. And I think that cost cutting throughout the industry is going to be quite marked because it is a really tough year with a, with a much, much smaller crop and, and lots of people fighting over a smaller pile. Yeah, exactly. And I think that the fact is that farmers can get all the market information or a lot of our information that they need through an app and hopefully we'll, we'll try and update it two to three times a day certainly every morning we'll have a market report up there but if we try on any relevant news that you can just go on there and, and make you can you can help make your own decisions yeah and, and farmers expectations of people phoning them up a lot of people expect you to phone up and have a little chat every now and again the, the volume of things we have to do in a day now with less staff and and so on are greater there is much more work to be done and there's less time to do that you i think having bespoke people phoning up is great but they've got a cost they've got to cover and um you know I, I, as i see it in the next five years we will there'll be less of us out here in this industry and it's important that the ones that are there are, are a capable and understand the, the entirety of what a trade means and can execute it and can be decisive and make deals themselves that link to futures all of the things that that relate but more importantly if we want to get to lots of people quickly i see this as a tool where it add, adds a fairness to make sure everybody gets the call or gets the notification and gives them it between the eyes the minute it's there. I think that's very important for us. Yeah, I 100% agree. We're trying to hardest be as forward-thinking as we can be. And I think this is a great step in the right direction. Yeah. So now, without running on about that, this morning you, you two have become now famous. You've both been on the radio for Radio <laughs> Norfolk. How did that one go? Surprisingly okay, actually. Um, Why surprisingly? Well, <laughs> you know, but... Um, <laughs> No, it, it was firstly, we were told it was going to be at 9.50. It then got um, pulled forward. Well, we got called at 35 minutes beforehand. Um, and we're like, right, you're on in two minutes. It's like, oh, oh okay. Oh. <laughs> and we were just sort of coming in here to just to finalise over the questions that we were going to be asked. Who's going to answer what, what, blah, blah, blah. Um, from the hip, basically, is better, isn't from it? From the hip, um, as we are so good at, as uh, winging some stuff. But uh, no, it went pretty well, and it was... Uh, yeah, I mean, a Farmers Weekly called up afterwards, I think, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, like Henry said, I think we were actually going to... We had the questions last night, and Henry stayed at mine last night, so we had no excuse not to go through the questions, but yet we still found an excuse not to go through the questions. <laughs> and then, uh, then yeah, so we, we were going through them this morning, and then I got a phone call, as it literally just as Henry's walking in the room, and that was it. So we had to just, um, yeah, shoot from the hip. So all of our lives of... Um, not doing homework and uh, when, <laughs> wait, 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 waiting until the last minute is actually paid off. So, um, look, there's, it is, when you talk about winging it, that when you have a name of doing, D wing, D in the French term of of the wing, 
that means we're professional wingers. We <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know. Exactly. Yeah, of the wing, we run away. No, anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, th- I thought the radio, I, it was great. I got really proud of you. You nailed it. And, uh, yeah, you sounded really intelligent. Where'd that come from? Don't know. Mum. Mum, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, you've got to check out the Eastern Daily Press article that's gone online uh, as we speak. But on uh, on in Saturday's EDP, there is a article with these two boys. I mean, the, the other the, the spin off of this. Though, let's let's talk about your side of this, Hen, if, if it's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, the spin off of this is this has given you an opportunity to do something, hasn't it? Yeah, which I just can't wait to crack on with, and it's been so exciting and, and a lot of time in, in the making. And um, because of the the whole idea initially was for was just for doing grain to have this this an app to you know keep them moving forward and you know taking you know yeah, taking to twenty first century said, yeah. do what, exactly what we said um, what I actually didn't realise at the time was that you know we'd actually own the software rights and there's so many other industries out there that are that are relevant for having an app like this it's such as you know timber trading meat trading fish trading building supplies companies breweries where perhaps they might not have markets and information like that on there but they will have a product list their customers can order from their app they can push out again offers and promotions they can see account information see what they've ordered and it's somewhere where it's applicable to so many different industries that haven't really been touched on yet there's some very big companies no doubt doubt have got phenomenally good uh, websites and and the ability to order these things Mm -hmm. but the dynamic of i mean if you if you take for example Example, I mean, our industry, um, you know, we convert lots of individual farms into a bulk that produces a, a you know, a big sale to somebody. Mm-hmm. You've got the other way around, timber, you know, lumps and lumps of timber and yeah. lots and lots of individuals you want to build an airing cupboard. Mm-hmm. So getting in between those two people easily, is that Yes, that exactly. I actually spoke with a uh, timber trader the other day um, based in Cambridge and for them it's a case of the girl that I spoke to it's their family business and she spends half her day order filling so that's inbound calls filling up orders on the phone if you can give her two hours of that day back to actually be doing her job you know actively selling trading whatever it might be that's way more beneficial for the company so they um, import all the timber from all over the place and it's not there where the app is relevant it's for them and their wholesaler so that becomes someone like Juicens mm. who actually order a load of stuff from them but they do it all over the phone if they could do it via the app but they she also asked me can I see what's being ordered um, can I see or I've missed out, can I see what's on offer, stuff like that, what's in stock. Yes, so it's giving them that ability to have an easier way of doing it rather than calling up and spending their time doing that, you know, calling up on the phone. They, they can just do it very quickly via an app. So it's it's relevant for so many uh, industries. Right, so let's say the meat industry, you know, mm-hmm. a butcher or a wholesaler who's selling to butchers or selling to restaurants, mm. Would it, how would it work for them? Yeah, so again, spoke to a uh, Norfolk-based meat trader recently and... For them, uh, they have all of their products on their site and via the phone and brochures and things like that that they send out. And so a wholesaler will buy 20 to 30 pallets a week and a butcher will buy one to two pallets a week. Now, for the trader, they can have all of their products on the app. They can send out offers and promotions. They can see what's available, what's not available. They could push out, oh, there's 50% off game at the moment, whatever it might be, or pork. And that's immediately out to these to these butchers. And, and that will hopefully then increase 
you know, their top line sales. And it keeps that customer very informed and up to date with what's going on. Um, it to must get the inter- best thing for increase them. the number of people also they can get to because you, once you have, you know, you've got two tons of turkey or something mm. that you, oh shit, I've got a bit of that left over. I need to, to ship it out there. I'll go to my usual people, bang, 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 bang. I've still got some left. What do I do with it? What do I do with it? If you've got a, a bigger spread, and it is a genuine bargain price you're trying to deal with it on, mm. then so many more people are going to see it, aren't they? That inevitably, yeah. 10% of the extra people that see it buy some, you reduce, that's got to yeah, work. Yeah. That's the principle, isn't exactly. it? There's no reason why it shouldn't. It's, it's providing something big organisations have to middle-sized organisations that really gets them customer contact without without excessive personnel yeah exactly time spent yeah exactly it reduces it reduces the time that is a massive thing in business these days is there's just lack of it and if you can give some back to people to be focusing on what they can be doing otherwise whether it be their customers then that's way better for them because you're going to get repeat business that way yeah and it should make an increase in business shouldn't that's that's, that's what we're looking at but i can see that so i mean we're delighted with that you actually you're going to stick your neck on the line and and set off and do this as your full-time job, aren't you? Yeah, I, two hours ago, I actually handed my notice in at my <laughs> uh, my employer, which was weird, but um, needed because I definitely definitely want to go feet first all the way in with this one because well, I think that it's something that there's all the feedback's been positive and it's all been there's no reason why that shouldn't work or why hasn't someone come up with this before and I can't answer it I don't know but there's there's nothing quite like having to make it work to make it work exactly That's so the, if it isn't going to work then you won't it won't be through lack of trying fact. Um, because it'll have to work for you. Yeah. As I say, from this is from experience. The other thing is, in the first few months when I'd resigned from my job to, to set up doing grain, I wasn't allowed to work, and I had a period of time where I had a limited amount of income coming in, and you have to do other stuff. You have to find mm. other ways of earning money. Yeah. And I've had lots of people take the mickey at me for my pucker pies adverts. Yeah, you know, they had the modelling <laughs> yeah. that I did, but in the end, needs you, must. I did a whole load it. of things, and you know, if you have to cut someone's grass or you have to do whatever you have to do, that's the bit that gets you over the line. To keep keep alive until exactly um so yeah on the on the short do trade which is due trade is um now live the website is yeah, we did have a bit i said that should be dew obviously being egotistical and uh, but yeah. you managed to but we did go with due because it was a, sort of a bit of a play on the last name slash and it's, it's due time <laughs> due time something uh like this is available uh, for, for these sort of industries but um you can check out the website which is www.dewtrade.co.uk well I'm sure we, you know, Josh and I wish you the best with that one. Thank you. Um, so no, all, all I've got to say is I'm I'm delighted with the launch. I'm delighted with the picture of you two on your little tractors when you're age about three and five. Um, no, but today has gone fantastically well, and I hope um, the podcast you, you guys will have by now already found out about it, or you're going to find out about it from now on. So with that, thanks, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get new episodes as they are released and follow us on Twitter. We are at Dewing Grain. Call Dewing Grain on 01263 731 550 or email info at dewinggrain.co.uk. The Dewing Grain podcast is produced by East Coast Design Studio in Norwich. 